Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer today for July 16th, 2021. Um, I'm recording this on July 16th, 2021. I usually do them ahead of time, but y'all, it has been a busy, busy week. So let's go ahead and get started. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. And this bird is really wanting to join in our morning prayer today. Eternal God, we give you thanks that through the gift of our baptism, you call us to a new way of life in your realm of grace and peace. By the power of your Holy Spirit, let your will be done in our lives and in this world that you love through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Our readings for today are Psalm 51 and 148, 1 Samuel 21, 1 through 15, Acts 13, 13 through 25, and Mark 3, 7 through 19a. Listen for God's word to speak to you. Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God. According to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are justified in your sentence, and blameless in your uh, when you pass judgment. Indeed, I was born guilty, a sinner when my mother conceived me. You desire truth and inward being. Therefore, teach me wisdom in my secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and plot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and sustain in me a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from bloodshed, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your deliverance. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise, for you have no delight in sacrifice. If I were to give a burnt offering, you would not be pleased. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in right sacrifices, in burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. 
Praise God in the heights. Praise God, all God's angels. Praise God, all God's hosts. Praise God, sun and moon. Praise God, all you shining stars. Praise God, you highest heavens, and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for God commanded, and they were created. God established them forever and ever. God fixed their bounds, which cannot be passed. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters in all deeps, fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy winds fulfilling God's command. Mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creeping things and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and women alike, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for God's name alone is exalted. God's glory is above earth and heaven. God has raised up a horn for God's people. Praise for all God's faithful, for the people of Israel who are close to God. Praise the Lord. 1 Samuel 12, uh, 21, excuse me, 1 through 15. David came to Nob to the priest of Ahalam. Ahimelech Ahimelech came trembling to meet David and said to him, Why are you alone and no one with you? David said to the priest Ahimelech, The king has charged me with the matter and said to me, No one must know anything of the matter about which I send you and with which I have charged you. I have made an appointment with the young men for such and such a place. Now then, what have you at hand? Give me five loaves of bread and whatever is here. The priest answered David, I have no ordinary bread at hand, only holy bread, provided the young men have kept themselves from women. David answered the priest, Indeed, women have been kept from us, as always when I go on an expedition. The vessels of the young men are holy, even when it is a common journey. How much more today when their vessels will their vessels be holy? So the priest gave him the holy bread, and there was no bread there except the bread of the presence, which is removed from before the Lord to be placed by hot bread on the day it is taken away. Now a certain man of the servants of Saul was there that day, determined before the, detained before the Lord. His name was Doeg the Edomite, the chief of Saul's shepherds. David said to Ahimelech, is there no spear or sword here with you? I did not bring my sword or my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. The priest said, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah, is here, wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If you will take that, take it, and if there is none here except that one. David said, There is none like it. Give it to me. David rose and fled that day from Saul. He went to King Achish of Gath. The servants of Achish said to him, Is this not David, the king of the land? Did they not sing to one another of him in dances, Saul has killed his thousands, and David his tens of thousands? David took these words to heart and was very much afraid of King Achish of the Gath. So he changed his behavior before them. He pretended to be mad within their presence. He scratched marks on the doors of the gate and let his spittle run down his beard. 
Achish said to his servants, Look, you see the man is mad. Why then have you brought him to me? Did I lack a madman that you have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? Acts 13, 13 through 25. Then Paul and his companions set sail from Pamphos and came to Persia and Pamphylia. John, however, left them and returned to Jerusalem. But they went on from Praga and came to Antioch and Poseidon. And in the Sabbath day, they went into the synagogue and sat down. After the reading of the law and the prophets, the officials of the synagogue sent them a message saying, Brothers, if you have any word of exhortation for the people, give it. So Paul stood up and with a subtle gesture began to speak. You Israelites and others who fear God, listen, the God of this people Israel chose our ancestors and made the people great during their stay in the land of Egypt. And with uplifted arm, he let them out of it. For for about 40 years, he put up with them in the wilderness that he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan. He gave them their land as an inheritance. For about 450 years after that, he gave them judges until the time of the prophet Samuel. Then they asked for a king, and God gave them Saul, son of Kish, a man of the tribe of Benjamin who reigned for forty years. When he had removed him, he made David their king. In his testimony about him, he said, I have found David, son of Jesse, to be a man after my heart, who will carry out all my wishes. Of this man's prosperity, God has brought to Israel a Savior, Jesus, as he promised. Before his coming, John had already proclaimed a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. And as John was finishing his work, he said, What do you suppose that I am? I am not he. No, but the one is coming after me. I am worthy, not worthy, to untie the thong of his of the sandals on his feet. And from Mark 3, 7, 19a. Jesus departed with his disciples to the sea, and a great multitude from Galilee followed him, hearing that all that he was doing. They came to him in great numbers from Judea, Jerusalem, Idumea, beyond the Jordan, and the region around Tyre and Sidon. He took his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd, so that they would not crush him. For he had cured many, so that all who had diseases pressed upon him to touch him. Whenever the unclean spirit saw him, they fell down before him and shouted, You are the Son of God. But he sternly ordered them not to make him known. He went up to the mountain and called to him those whom he wanted. And they came to him. And he appointed twelve whom he also called apostles to be with him and be sent out to proclaim the message and to have authority to cast out demons. So he appointed the twelve Simon, to whom he gave, gave the name Peter, or Rock, James, son of Zebedee, and John, the brother of James, to whom he gave the name Boanerges, that is, sons of thunder, and Andrew, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, and Thomas, and James, son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, and Simon the Canaan, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
So our readings for today, I, I really love doing these videos um, early in the morning because it starts out very dark and you can see very clearly the sun coming up. Anyways, for Samuel, so David's on the run. David goes to um, the where the tabernacle is and he goes to the priest and he says, do you have anything? And the priest says, we only have bread. We, we have the bread of the presence. It's really only for priests to eat. And David says, well, you know, can we have it? We're really kind of desperate. He says, you know, I'm on this special mission from the king. Nobody's supposed to know about it. And the priest says, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the, the bread. He pro David promises that his men have... Um, are sort of holy, they are ritually clean, they have kept themselves from women. Um, probably this is actually accurate, that uh, David's army regularly kind of followed the law, um, kind of part of what David did, or it could be just a little bit of a white lie or whatever, just to get the, get the bread. Um, and the sort of morality question here of him, you know, lying of him, eating the bread uh, that is not for him was kind of answered yesterday in our reading about uh, Jesus and the disciples plucking grains. Jesus saying, you know what? David David did this. David ate bread of that was holy, right? So it's not just about following the rules. Um, there, is, there is some leeway and there is uh, where God is working. So David um, takes the bread and he also takes the only sword that they have, which just by happenstance or by providence is the sword of Goliath of Gath. So he takes that with him and he goes and meets up with his, his, his guys. So that's going to be an important uh, sort of thing, but he's on the run. I will also mention that our psalm today is Psalm 51 also written by David um, at a time after there's there's an incident with Bathsheba, someone else's wife. He, um, uh, he mistreats her sexually um, and then marries her, has her or has her husband killed. And he is found out by the prophet and he writes this psalm as a reminder that we sin before God and God only. We have from Acts, Paul is um, now preaching. He's off and he is going to a synagogue and he is beginning the sermon, which we will read over, I believe, at least two days, if not three. He begins rooting it absolutely because he's in a synagogue. He's with his uh, siblings of the Jewish faith. So, so he roots it in their national or their not even national identity, their people identity. Remember, we are the, the descendants of Abraham. And Abraham, God promised Abraham this land, uh, brought him out uh, to the land of the Egyptians, where he was there, they were there for a while, and then God brought us out, um, remembering, you know, from the, the uh, Passover, Haggadah, that, that remember when we were in Egypt. Well, God brought us out of Egypt and was with us for 40 years in the wilderness and then brought us 
into this land, defeated seven nations before us, was here with us for 450 years and gave us prophets. But then God gave us David, this king, this righteous king, this one after God's own heart. And for them, that would absolutely conjure up this understanding and this remembrance of Messiah, this anointed one, this descendant of David who was to come. And he says, you know, David was was great. David was righteous, but David died. God promised one to come after him, and this one to come after him is Jesus of Nazareth. And so he roots that uh, this all in their in their identity as the Jewish people, but then calls them to this belief that Jesus, this man from Nazareth, is the Messiah. He's now going to speak more about Jesus and, and kind of tr- transition, tr- transition there. Then from Luke's Gospel, Jesus is again surrounded by this huge crowd and is on the shore of the lake and so gets into a boat in order to share with them, but also not to be crushed by this huge crowd. Well, then Jesus goes up into the mountains, up into the hills. um, And he has this small group. He says, anyone who really, really, really wants to follow me, come on up here. And he chooses 12. And this is a motley crew. This is uh, not the people, the leadership team one would always choose. He's got the sons of Boanerges, um, these brothers who are loud and boisterous, who remind me quite a bit of a couple of our boys that we have here in Montreat. He calls the one who's going to betray him. He calls a tax collector. He calls uh, this fisherman who he calls Rock. Uh, He calls all of these. And you notice in Luke's gospel, they are not only called to follow, but they were also called as apostles. Implicit at the very beginning, it, they are going to be sent out. Apostle means sent out. And he takes this group and he says, I'm going to focus on you. I'm going to pour into you. I can't deal with this huge crowd of people that come and go and they they... They're going to want all sorts of different things, right? But I'm going to, I'm going to choose you, and I'm going to teach you. And eventually that will spread, but I'm going to focus on, on y'all. You're the ones that I want to start with. And so he's now going to have this 12 along with him um, and do amazing things. All right, let's go ahead and join our hearts together in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we'll live this day in joy and praise. We give you our praise and thanks, O God, for all gifts of love we have received from you and from your persistent mercy in Jesus Christ. Especially we thank you for the grace and peace of Jesus Christ. All creatures with whom we share the earth, those whom we have loved and who have loved us. 
support and encouragement from others. Food and drink to share in your name. People of God, for what else do we give thanks? Give thanks for this wonderful place in this time. As tired and as busy as I am, um, God is at work. And it's wonderful and beautiful to see that. We give you our cares and concerns, O God, because we know you are kind and care for your children in every circumstance. Especially we pray for Lutheran and Reformed churches. People who live in poverty. Those who are sick or suffering. Those who work for their healing. Comfort and peace for those who are dying. People of God, for what else do we pray? We pray for Mike, Cheryl's friend who has stage four cancer. We pray for a friend of Bill's who is recovering from a seizure. We pray for Debbie who is continuing to recover after a hip surgery. I want to pray for my friend James, who is going through a lot of stuff. Um, and I pray that you would just bless him and keep him, uh, bring adults around him that can help him. To you, O oh God, we give up the burdens of this day, trusting your love and mercy. To you, O oh God, we surrender ourselves, trusting our risen Lord to lead us always in the way of peace, today, tomorrow, and forever. Amen. Now let's continue to pray using the words that Christ taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Now let us cast our anxiety on the Lord, who cares for us. The God of all grace will restore, strengthen, and support us. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Thank you so much for joining me today for daily prayer. Join me tomorrow, hopefully, for more. Um, uh, like this video, share it with someone else. Click on the subscription and the notification button, as well as going to our website, johncalvinchurch.org, for more information. Our liturgy today came from the Book of Common Worship of the Presbyterian Church USA, 2018 edition. Our readings came from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible, the Daily Lectionary Readings. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a very blessed day. We'll see you next time.